Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The 11 to 1 show. Wow, a lot can happen in two weeks. A national broadcaster is down to presenter. An iconic UK presenter passes away. A storm causes havoc. A pop star gets divorced. I was going to ask you, didn't much happen whilst I was away? It's a good thing I'm back, baby. And here I am with some great music from Rihanna and 11 to 1. There's Rihanna, only girl in the world. Sinead Brazel here. It is 11 to 1. I'm back. It's a shock to the system. I'm going to just admit it, you know. After two weeks of lie-ins. Well, lying in until 9am. That's a lie-in for me. Eating what I want, when I want. Having a day out. Having a day in. Just lazing around, doing absolutely nothing. So this is a shock to the system. I'm going to be a bit rusty now. Because, you know... One could get used to lolling around at home. I'll tell you that much. Last night, I was dragging the youngs in from the street. You know when it gets when it's still bright and they're just like, they want to be outside and you love to see it. You do. But, you know, school is around the corner and there's routines to get back into. So I was dragging him back in from the street trying to get some sort of semblance of a routine back and his friends were going, five more minutes, can he have five more minutes outside? And I says, no, no. We're back up early tomorrow. Mammy's back to work. Where do you work? One of the friends asked. On the radio, I replied. I work there. How much do you earn? (laughs) Says the response. Not enough, says I. Uh, I also said... (laughs) The questions they ask you. Uh, They say, um, that's a bit of a stupid job, isn't it? You know, just talking on the radio. And I thought, oh... There's a nice confidence boost as I go back in to try and do my job this morning. Kids, they say it like it is. They say it like it is. Yeah, it probably is a stupid job to a child, isn't it? You know, just well, to most people, maybe just sitting here talking for a living. But, you know, one thing that is going to get me through is knowing that you're here with me. That is the reassuring part as I fumble around in here on my first day back. Speaking of first days, by the way, do I bring it up? Well, look, it's kind of fair game now, you know, about a week or so to go. I think it's fair game. Are we ready for back to school? I've picked up the uniforms. The school bags are shiny and new. So are the pencil cases that will come home with no pencils after day one. The glorious back to school time 
begins next Monday in my house. The eldest heads off to the most stressful year ever, a.k.a. the leaving cert. So I'm going to expect a lot of... (sighs) and door slamming and all this kind of stuff going on. And then the little man prepares for going back to prison, a.k.a. first class. That's next Tuesday for him. If you have a little one starting school in September, we're going to be talking about this on the show with Sarah Gilbert. She has a brilliant new book and actually a whole sort of online resource to help parents with the whole back to school and starting school anxiety and all that sort of stuff. So if you have a little one starting school, Sarah is going to be here with all of that information along with Milo the Mouse, who is on a first day adventure for him as well. Have a birthday celebration coming in uh, to me today. By the way, if you've anything that you'd like to comment or get in touch about, 086-1800-658 is the WhatsApp number. I want to say a big happy birthday to Joe. Uh, he's celebrating over in Castle Bellingham at his sister Kathleen's house at all the family and relations. It says uh, enjoy the celebrations Joe, Rose Danny, Tony, Peggy, Kathleen Dara, Anya, Joanne, Jamie and everyone there in Castle Bellingham from all the O'Reilly cousins in Tearworker and Coot Hill. There you go Joe. Hope you're having a fantastic birthday today. This is for you. It's Belinda Carl. Linda Carlisle, leave a light on on LMFM's 11 to 1. Someone described this as the Glen Row of the summer. It's actually the perfect description of it. We're going to be talking about Rose of Tralee because we have a fantastic Meath Rose on her way. Well, she's there. She's in Tralee now. And I don't know if she's going to be the Monday or the Tuesday night tonight or tomorrow night, but we're very excited to see Lane Galvin on the telly. We're going to be chatting about that. And I've got music from Ella Henderson on the way. The 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. Yep, it is officially the end of the summer. I love that, the Glen Row of the summer. It's Rose of Tralee time and uh, it starts tonight. Tonight, RTE1. And uh, the current Rose of Tralee, by the way, Rachel Duffy, she is urging people to remember that roses are real people who have spent months representing their families and their communities. So uh, she was crowned Rose of Tralee last year and she says, you know, the five minutes that you see of the roses on stage is really only a snapshot of the festival. And she says that, you know, these uh, ladies are acting as role models, supporting charity, cultural and social organisations and are very bravely putting themselves on live TV for your entertainment enjoy it and be kind what a great message in the run into this because you know there's there's a lot of Twitter ratty isn't there spitefully tweeting away about the Rose Tralee and look whatever you want to think about it it's a bit of fun these women are really impressive and you know sometimes it's like just keep your opinion to yourself about the Rose Tralee and just watch something different if it is not your cup of tea but I am very excited because Lane Galvin who was in with us a couple of weeks ago She's our very own Mead Rose. She is just, you know, fantastic lady. She really, really is so inspiring. And I really hope that things go her way and that she, imagine, is crowned the overall Rose. That would be just absolutely amazing for her. And uh, I know that she's really looking forward to all of the festivities. They had the Rose tour as well. Last week, I saw all the glitz and glamour from the Rose Ball that happened in the Knightsbrook Hotel there on Wednesday. So wishing her the very, very best of luck. And I will be watching her on television and no doubt she will come across absolutely brilliant because she's just so inspiring such a uh, role model she really is so enjoy it people but yes it does mean that it is in fact the end of summer absolutely loving that one Ella Henderson react how are you going to react to this well I hope because uh, this is very exciting it is the big one Ireland versus South Africa Stade de France Paris 
date September 23rd it is the ultimate rugby experience and we want to send you we're very excited about this so we want to send you and a friend you can't experience this on your own going to take a friend as well to support Ireland on the world stage what are we giving you well we've got return flights three nights in Paris oh I'd love it myself I really would and gold category match tickets with hospitality Okay, this is the ultimate rugby experience. It could be you. Ireland versus South Africa, Stade de France in Paris, September 23rd. All of the details of this fantastic prize will be revealed next Monday morning. So next morning, Monday morning, at quarter past eight. Okay, set the alarm a little bit early. Quarter past eight next Monday. Right here on LMFM, we're going to be revealing how you can get your hands on this fantastic prize. But it is going to be a big one. And uh, yeah, very excited about this because look at, you know, one thing's for sure, we're good at the rugby, aren't we? We're good at the rugby. So it's guaranteed to be a good match. And in Paris, oh, come on. Think of the shopping as well and everything else you could be doing in the meantime. So next Monday morning, quarter past eight, right here in LMFM, we're going to be revealing how you can win that fantastic prize. Now getting back to today and back to the music, here's a picture of this. Picture this, take my hand. Now, you might remember your first day of school. There's a lot of emotion tied up with the first day of school. It's a bit of a blur for me, to be honest. It's sort of hazy, but I do remember loads of kids. It felt like loads of kids jammed into a small space and loads of them were crying. I actually didn't cry on my first day of school. And I never went to like a play school or any of that. I just had a minder and went straight into school. No bother at all of me. I do remember coloured bricks as well. And, you know, the coloured crayons on the table and this one girl just kept putting a load of pink ones into the box instead of like just all the colours. Yeah, remember that as well. And the teacher had blonde hair. That's the memories that I have with the first day of school. But it is, it's a big milestone in a child's life. And then you think about it, four or five years of age and heading off uh, to school for the first time. And we as adults, don't we, we sort of big it up a bit. We're like, oh, are you excited about big school? And we make a big fuss and a big deal over it. So no wonder the child could be, you know, very Lots of different emotions could be going on with them. So what can we do to help them? Well, my first guest this morning, I'm so excited to have her back on the show. We spoke to her back in COVID, if you remember, when she was starting off this fantastic project. It's the Little Sunflower. So it's an early intervention wellbeing programme for children. And she has come up with a series of books and lots of different characters in regards to the different books coping with various issues. But now Milo Mouse is off on a big adventure. He is heading off to school and this is a brilliant book that's going to get kids prepared for that first day of school. We're going to be chatting to Sarah Gilbert. She's an actress and drama teacher but she's the creator of The Little Sunflower. We're going to be joining her next. The 11 to 1 show with Yes, the first day of school can be extremely challenging for young children. There's a lot of emotions that could be building up from excitement to anxiety. So how can we prepare our children for this big milestone? Well, perhaps Milo Mouse can help. So Milo is part of a brilliant early intervention emotional well-being series of books and toys for children. It's called Little Sunflower. And Milo Mouse is going to school is the latest in the series of books written and developed by my first guest, actress, drama teacher and creator of Little Sunflower, Sarah Gilbert from Omeeds. She's on the line. How are you getting on? Sarah? 
Hi, good morning, Sinead. How are you? I am Thanks for having me. Great. It's so lovely to have you back on the show. Now, remind us, OK, first of all, you're an actress, drama teacher, first and foremost, but the Little Sunflower Project has now been your kind of main focus over the last few years. So tell me, where did this idea come from uh, for the programme? OK, well, that's a, like you're taking me way back now, Sinead. <laughs> I used to teach drama years ago. Before I became an actor, I taught children drama for many years. And I often felt when I was doing it that I was giving them sort of a facade of confidence because they would get up, they would do their bit, they would shine for a short time and then they would shrink back in again. And you could see behind their eyes that it wasn't sticking. And I didn't know how to make it better. It used to frustrate me. I used to think, what am I doing wrong? How, how can I make it better for them? And I didn't know what to do, but I understood it and I empathised with it because I was like that myself as a child. Very, very shy people that know me mightn't think that, but I really was. That's how I felt because, of course, what you see Mm. and what people are feeling are two totally different things. So then I retrained as an actor and voice artist, as you know, working with yourselves there in LMFM. And um, then I started to write. I wrote a book and I was involved with the... um, writing stories and radio plays there with LMFM again as you know and then I retrained in counselling and holistic therapies and it was the combination of tools and skills that have come together to create this pack because but when my own son started school about um what was it, about nine years ago now and I and I got back into working with children again not so much working but seeing children and spending time with children and I thought you know what everything's the same nothing's changed in fact they're more anxious yeah than they were back when I was teaching them and I thought I've got to do something about this. So this seed of an idea came to me and I created these little stories and then they kind of sat for a little while and then I was uh, lucky enough to be given a place on the New Frontiers programme, the Enterprise Island New Frontiers Business Development Programme. So that happened and then it was piloted and trialed and it was ready to launch and then that was in February 2020 so I'll leave you to guess what happened uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little thing As, happened that scuppered yes, all the plans. Ab- yeah. uh, absolutely so that used that actually it, it worked well for me because we used that time to create the animated interactive digital pack for the whiteboard and now for home devices so people can use this pack at home on their own digital screen. So yeah, and then yeah. It, it launched in September 21 and it's been very well received and uh, in schools and by children absolutely loving it. And then people would say to me, why are you starting at age six? What about the little ones? What about the four-year-olds? What about those starting school? And I said, well, we have to start somewhere. So we spent a little bit of time over the last few months working backwards and working on something and talking to teachers, talking to junior infants teachers and to principals and to parents and and talking to little four-year-olds oh, fantastic. about how they feel. Yeah. yeah, so there's been there's been a lot of people involved in the creation of this. In fact, it's, it, <clears throat> I had um, a pack sort of put together and then I my first port of call was a little boy who's four and he's starting school this year and his mom said, yes, we'd love to see this and see how it works because he's very nervous about going okay. to school. And I started with what I had put together and I said, how do you think he's feeling on his first day? And the first page was, he's nervous. And he said, no, he's sad. Oh, and I okay. said, okay. And then I turned the page and I said, what do you think he feels next? Is he worried? And he goes, no, he's sad. So every page I turned, he kept saying, no, he's sad. So I realized that this feeling of sadness was, for him certainly, and probably for other children, was extremely important because they will be sad. They live in, you know, the safe blanket of Mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. And it's 
as you mentioned, going into the class with so many of the children, and it, the fear and not knowing whether you can sit up, stand up or sit down, are you allowed to talk or not talk, are you allowed to get books or not get books, are you allowed to lift crayons, as you mentioned, in fact that's in the book about the crayons and the blocks, yeah. you know, can, can I use them, can I not use them, all of those, and then I know myself, you said you didn't cry, I did cry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, there's so there's so much going on inside little heads. Oh there really is, and I love that you've brought the children into this, because so often we kind of like to imagine what they must be feeling, but you, as you say, mm-hmm. have gotten everybody involved in this not that just the teachers and parents but the child themselves and the sadness is really interesting that you brought that up as well because it is this huge milestone they're leaving part of this part of childhood behind and they need to grow up and be big and this is what we keep saying isn't it as parents and teachers yeah. and educators oh it's time for a big school and how are you feeling about big school and even by putting that adjective on on things it, it, it's causing this overwhelm perhaps it is, and that's what a lot of teachers say and principals, that they come in to the classroom and they're just like little rabbits caught in the headlights. And, and we don't think about that. We think, oh, this is so exciting for them. And for some children with bigger personalities, more confident children, they are ready for that and happy. But for many, many children, that's not how they feel at all. So the idea of Milo Mouse is going to school is to address all of those feelings or as many of them as we possibly know about and put it into this book so that the children can understand that it's okay. It's okay to feel like that. And we're not alone with those feelings because that's what we have in the book too, is there's speech bubbles, the characters speak, but they also think, so there's thought bubbles too. I love that you've included that, yeah. So you have the the lion, he's talking away, but then Milo is thinking something different to what the lion might be saying or whatever it might be. And I think that's brilliant that you're showing the, the, the speech as well as this internal dialogue that's going on. Well, that's just it, because we just we, what we say and what we think are two different things. So the idea is that you, the, the children can see what the character is saying, but also what, just because he's saying one thing, he may not be thinking that. Mm. But then that reaction from other people, if you might say, oh yeah, I'm great, but inside you're saying, no, I feel really scared and I want to cry. Whoever is, Lucas Lyon will say, is not going to know what you're thinking. So he's going to see the bit of, oh yes, I'm great, because he's only reacting to what you're saying. So that's the whole idea for them to understand that they're, what they're saying and what they're thinking are two different things. So we introduce other characters coming into school on the first mm-hmm. day as the book goes along. And each one of them is exactly the same. Whilst they're all different in shape and colour and size and ability, they all have what they're saying and what they're thinking are two completely different things. So it's, so far, children are, are loving it. They're getting it. They're taking it and using it with their, their parents. And, and it's, it, ha- it has helped. It's helping with the confidence to know that they're not alone and that there are you know that they're all in the same boat really yeah. This is it. And uh, in terms of, you know, we've mentioned some of it there in terms of, you know, we were talking about the crayons and things like that. So what sort of uh, things uh, does Milo come into contact with? What, what, what does he experience on his first day of school? Well, he experiences all these other characters coming into the classroom and he's sitting in the corner just like the little mouse and he's afraid to move and he's afraid to speak. And he does wonder how is he allowed to st- sit down? Is he allowed to stand up? Um, is there somebody there who's going to help him in case he tears up? So it's written in rhyme as well, oh, to make goodness. it easier. How does he find out the answers? Who can he talk to? 
where does he put his lunchbox and his and his drinks bottle? Um, so there's lots of all the, the usual little worries that that all the children are feeling because we have asked them what are these what do you worry about most and uh, this is what has come up all these little things are are massive are massive in their lives yes totally you know? And, you know stuff that we wouldn't even think of like you're saying there about where do we put the lunchbox even stuff like um, mm-hmm. I, I remember from when my little fellow was starting the teacher was kind of saying like, try and get him a lunchbox that he can actually open or practice opening and closing it together it's all this kind of <laughs> yes. practical stuff that you don't think about as adults you just go oh they have their lunch they have their bag they mm-hmm. have their, and away off they go but it's little things like that as you say or who who will I sit beside will my friend mm-hmm. be there will I have a friend yes. all of these things isn't and am I allowed to am I allowed to use the crayons am I allowed to use the blocks that type of thing in fact I even know children you mentioned the lunchbox who have come home with their lunch intact because yeah. they couldn't open the lunchbox oh, and yeah, they were too thing. scared to ask somebody to open it for them yes yes this is and that made you cry wouldn't it oh it totally <coughs> would it totally would you just yeah. want to protect them you really do uh, but mm-hmm. you know you mentioned something at the start of this and this is kind of where the genesis of little sunflower came about but i think children are experiencing really you know concerning levels at this stage of anxiety and then parents then of course we on the back of that worry so much more as well so how are you finding uh you know tools like you have there in little sunflower are assisting with the, le- the likes of these anxiety levels well, everything that's in Little Sunflower is taken from science-backed tools that are recommended by experts to promote emotional health and growth. So everything in there, so we've got um, the use of the senses, first of all, and nature. We've got arts and crafts. We have drama. We have games, holistic therapies, um, play. Mm. the use thought um music song so there's like art therapies music therapies drama therapies games play all of these things as well as i say the nature and the use of all the senses and it's put together in a fun digital pack along with the books and the the journal that was released last month to help children understand all these feelings but to do it in a big way so that it's not all about when they go to school there's so many books and learning 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 and that is a lot of the reasons that children don't want to go to school this school anxiety um there's two-thirds of school-going children suffer from school anxiety which is a a significant number yeah yeah so it's it's put together in a way that it's fun and it helps that well the classroom pack the whiteboard pack it's very intuitive um, somebody described to me as being like an Apple iPhone for teachers. Right. No, they, they just you click it and off it goes. It's very, very simple to use. And I thought that was a great compliment to, yes. <laughs> to be a like to an iPhone. So, yes, they just play it and off it goes. So there's a lot of conversation points, there's a lot of discussion points for teachers with children, but also for parents yeah. to connect with their children and to develop a deeper bond. Because we send them to school, we say, well, how did you get on? But the children don't know how to express what yes. went on or express their feelings and if a parent can talk to them about their own school days and what happened to them and their own experiences it opens that door of communication and helps them to understand that they are not a, a unit on their own that this has never happened to before it happens to everybody and i wish i had known that when i was at school because i wouldn't put my hand up in class either like milo mouse yeah i wouldn't dream of putting my hand up in class because i thought i would get it wrong i'd be laughed at that um, the teacher would say, no, sit down and ask somebody else, and they'd be humiliated. But 
what I didn't know was most of the class felt exactly the same. We were all sitting with our heads down, hoping the teacher would look at us. You said it, Sarah, although I think I was slightly opposite to you. I was told to stop talking. Do you know what I mean? I, just, <laughs> I, I mean, go figure, you know, like this was this was the thing for me. That was my coping mechanism. Just talk. Just talk to people whether they want to talk to them or not. Uh, but you Brilliant. know, this, that's this was no, I was going to say that's brought you where you are today then well, this is it. <laughs> it's brought you to your career <laughs> but you know you've received great feedback from, from parents and the teachers because you know we so often put a lot of the onus on schools to solve all these issues that we might have with our kids but something like this is a huge resource and benefit for teachers you've gotten great feedback from them great feedback from teachers and great feedback from parents as well because not all school, schools have the resources there to, to put packs in place but parents are saying, you know, we need help. The school needs help, we need help. So we decided to create this pack for parents to help them connect with their children. And yes, it has been very successful and the parents and the children are loving it and they're seeing significant, I'm delighted to say, um, improvements in their ability to communicate and express their feelings. And, you know, once you express your feelings, once you start to talk about something, that is half the battle. Oh, yeah. Once you let it out there, that then you release it and the, the pressure and the worry just halves automatically. And that is the starting point for moving forward. So all of the, the little sunflower characters, you mentioned your, your characters, so you're a bit of a Lucas Lyon because yes. Lucas Lyon's a big personality, likes to talk, likes to chat, likes to um, chat in the class <laughs> and the teacher will say, you know, Lucas, <laughs> time for, <laughs> you know, sort of that, exactly. And then we've got uh, Toby Tortoise, who is the, the slower child. He's the child that never comes first in schoolwork we'll say or sports but yes. has amazing qualities and skills that he doesn't appreciate because he's too busy comparing himself to other people and then there's Harriet Hare who is fast and does everything at great speed and thinks that she, she is better than everybody else but then kind of learns from talking to Toby she learns compassion okay. and understanding of others and that other people and she thinks that she's great and she is great they all are but she finds out that Toby can actually do things and has observations and knowledge that she doesn't have because she's too busy doing and doesn't take the time to stop and reflect. And then we've got Kate, Cat and Dina Dog. So Dina's a messy pup. She loves to have fun and play in the mud. She's not interested in how she looks or anything like that. She's just happy child. But she is very intimidated by the pedigree perfection of Kate Cat because oh. Kate Cat has to have her jewellery, has to have the right hairband, has to look right. And then that is very intimidating. But I mean, I think that's kind of a woman dynamic. We all feel a little intimidated <laughs> when we see somebody. Go, oh, we think we look good and we see somebody else and we go, oh no. <laughs> but um, Kate, her, she dresses like this because that is her false front. Oh. It's the only way she can feel confident about herself is to dress up. So Again, there's that dynamic there that they forge a friendship and a connection and understanding about how they feel. And that I didn't know you felt like that. Well, I didn't know you felt like that. Do you mean just because of the way I look at you and the way I dress, you feel intimidated? Yes. So there's a great relationship develops there. And then our last one is Mickey Monkey. And Mickey Monkey is a very talented little fellow. And he, he's afraid to, he hasn't the confidence, the self-belief to show his talents. And that, that's all about him finding that connection with others and, and being bigged up and saying, you know, we want to see you do this. We want to see you do well. We think you're amazing at what you do. Be it sports or be it dancing or art or whatever it happens to be, that other people will be there to support you and to give you the confidence to see your talent shine.
Oh, I love that, Sarah. You have so many different uh, aspects of what's going on with children included into this. Uh, if people want to get the book or get the pack, where can they go for information? They can go to my website, which is littlesunflower.ie, and also any of the books are available on Amazon, the Little Sunflower series on Amazon as well. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, I think you're doing great work with this. It's so important. Thank Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me, Sinead. Thanks a million. Sarah Gilbert there. Littlesunflower.ie. That is where you're going to get all the information on Milo Mouse and all of the other characters. And it is a must, I think, for if you are heading off to school with little ones and you're thinking, what can I do to kind of get them a little bit sort of, you know, used to the whole setup with school? This is going to get them prepared for that. So Littlesunflower.ie. The 11 to 1 show. We're heading back in time now and back to the year an iconic painting was stolen. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on this day in 1911, the Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre by Vincenzo per- Perugia, I think it is. It was recovered in 1913, so he had it for a while. <laughs> It was closed for maintenance and he'd either hidden overnight in a storage room or sneaked into the museum with other workers that morning and the guards were assigned uh, to they'd left their post clearly and your man had lugged the painting off the wall yeah and he uh, with the help of a plastic plumber as well he managed to unlock an exit door and off he went with it and today is National Senior Citizens Day so we can volunteer to visit elderly people living alone or spend time with senior citizens at an assisted care facility or nursing home on Senior Citizens Day today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, he's not even sat in the hot seat yet and already Irish people are given out. We're going to be talking about the late, late and it's up the hill for Jack and Jill. The 11 to 1 show. They've ditched the owl and other changes to the late, late. People are not happy. And Patrick Hilty hasn't even taken up the spot yet. More details on that. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here. Coldplay, something like this, kicking off the second hour. Oh, people are not happy. People are not happy. doesn't matter what gets revealed or what sort of, you know new thing pops up on Twitter in regards to this, right? It doesn't matter. And do you know what? It actually doesn't matter if it stayed the exact same. People will be like, ah, but ah, but something. We have to complain about something, don't we? And of course now it is all to do with the Late Late Show because in a few weeks time, you know, it'll be back to kind of, you know, cosy jammies and the Late Late Show on a Friday night and Patrick Keelty will be arriving on our screens. I don't envy him. I mean, You know, you'd want to have a lot of confidence, which I'm sure he does, to first of all, take up that seat and up that that job. But everything, after everything that's going on in RTE over the last few months, maybe he's going, uh, on second thoughts, no, I'm joking, but he's on our screen on September 15th and we will, we'll be glued to the first one, won't we? Because we'll have stuff to say. Oh, he didn't do this. Oh, they got rid of that. Oh, the music is different. Whatever it is, they're not going to be happy. And already they only unva- unveiled the new logo, right? For the late, late on Instagram or whatever. And uh, it's just a new profile picture. Nothing to get too alarmed about. People are not happy. 
Oh, they're not happy. The iconic owl, which has been used for over 60 years since the show began in 1962 with host Gay Byrne. Does that not tell you now that maybe some changes is needed? You know, Uh, so apparently the logo was unveiled on Twitter. I refuse to call it X, by the way. It's on Twitter and uh, there's no owl to be seen. They are not happy. People are not happy. So it has a dark blue background with the Late Late Show written in white in turquoise and purple circle. Now I'm looking at it here and look at, I will say there is a little bit of a American look about this, right? There's a, it's a bit too snazzy maybe, is it? For the Late Late Show. Is that the problem? We're thinking, oh, it's a bit too slick. It's a bit too snazzy. Where's the little owl? All that sort of stuff. I get you. But people are are going crazy over this stuff. Uh, So, you know, this is before poor old Patrick has even opened his mouth and appeared on our screens just yet. By the way, if you'd like to be in the audience... RTE are now accepting applications for fans to join in and see the new host joined by the array of special guests that he's bound to have every Friday night. So you need to be over the age of 18. If chosen, you cannot transfer them to another person. So it needs to be you. You will not be contacted by anyone other than a member of RTE team should you be successful. Now, when you fill out the application, right, just try, you know, not to be boring. Have a little bit of a funny or interesting story because this could be your one way ticket to a seat in the audience. So if you head over to rte.ie forward slash TV forward slash audience participation, you can find all the details there. But look, at the L could be gone. Do you know, I'm like, I'm I'm all right with it. You know, since the 60s, he's been flying around the screen there. I know it is kind of associated with the Late Late Show, but I'm I'm all for, you know, out with the old, in with the new sort of thing, you know. Anyway, what else is happening in the world of showbiz? The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max Kane. Rap star Nicki Minaj says that she'll be touring with her new album right after it gets released. Pink Friday 2 is scheduled for release on the 17th of November. We don't know yet if she plans to visit Dublin on her tour. Pink Friday 2 is coming out on November 17th this year. Pink Friday 2 will be out. And Pink Friday is my best album ever. And so, um, yes, I will be touring right after my album drops, okay? Britney Spears spoke out for the first time about her divorce over the weekend. In a statement on Instagram, the singer said that she couldn't take the pain anymore. Spears and her partner Sam Asghari are calling it quits after 14 months of marriage. The Jonas Brothers dedicated their song Little Bird to a fan who recently lost her daughter. This was during a concert over the weekend. Here's how the heartfelt interaction went. What is your little bird's name? Valentina. 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 This one's for Valentina, okay? She's here with us tonight, for sure. That's The Buzz. I'm Max Kane. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yeah, and more Buzz with Eddie Caffrey later on, or you can check it out, lmfm.ie. Getting a message in on 086-1800-658 from Christine. She says, hi Sinead, it's my birthday today. First of all, happy birthday to you, Christine. She says, five years ago, on my 50th, I was in St. Luke's undergoing round 15 of 20 for radiation treatment in my battle against breast cancer. I made it. I'm here. If you could, I'd love to hear Miley Cyrus the climb. 
Oh, Christine, absolutely. I have that lined up and ready to go for you. Big, big happy birthday. Thank you so much for your message of hope and everything else. And fair play to you battling breast cancer. I think we all know somebody that's been affected and we are so delighted that you are here and healthy and everything else. So here is the climb just for you. There's Miley Cyrus, the climb, especially for Christine. It is all about the climb now because Lay, the GAA star, is urging people to climb for a great cause. We want to go up the hill for Jack and Jill. We're going to be finding out more about this fundraising campaign with Lay, the GAA star, Sam Mulroy. He's joining me next. The 11 to 1 show. A loud GAA star is urging us to line up for a great local cause as Jack and Jill Foundation launched their Up the Hill for Jack and Jill fundraising campaign. It's loud footballer Sam Mulroy. He's back in the campaign this year and he's urging us to join him by climbing a hill or mountain in our local areas. So there's families across the country being cared for by Jack and Jill Foundation, including six families in Loud and 11 in Mead. So our support is needed more than ever. And I'm delighted to have Sam Mulroy. He's on the line with me now. How are you getting on, Sam? All is good, all is good. How are you? I am good, I am good. I'm not too nervous now, are you? You've got a, a big weekend coming up, Loud Senior Championships. Uh, you're one of the favourites to win back your title. What's How's the feeling? Are you confident? Ah, look, yeah, confident enough, but um, we know it's definitely going to be a big task and, and there's some great teams involved. So, yeah, looking forward to it. I suppose excited and, um, as again, looking forward to getting stuck into it and getting it going. Getting it going is right now. Look at you lost last week's league final to Mokta's your first loss of the season. Can you use that now as a motivating factor? Do you think? Oh yeah. Look, maybe it came at the right time, and and we let me reset. And look, the boys have done excellent. Well, obviously, and um, myself had been had been away with late. Obviously, while the league was going on for a lot mm. of it, so uh, the boys have done extremely well, and and um, was a credit to them. I think they went twenty one games unbeaten and stuff. And look, it was obviously a little bit disappointing not to finish it off with with a win last week. But um, as I said, maybe just came at the right time hopefully and definitely we can hopefully use it as motivation going into the, the next few weeks Absolutely absolutely now you are very busy not just with your, your football career but with charity as well what a fantastic campaign to get involved in Sam how did you come on board with the Jack and Jill Foundation this year? Yeah absolutely brilliant um, charity and, and one that I'm very privileged to be involved in I suppose the GPA who look after um, inter-county footballers and um Hurlers, etc., etc., had had been in touch and asked me what I get involved, and, and there, was no, um, there was no problem at all. I'm, I'm very happy to be involved, and as I said, privileged to to show any support that I can for such a brilliant foundation. <laughs> Oh, it really is. Now, look, there's the, we do, there's we don't have to climb like huge mountains or anything like that. Like Sam, we wouldn't have the fitness now that you might have. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, even something a small hill, the stairs, anything really with regards to this, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Look, it's just about getting it done and. Um, I suppose raising awareness, getting that look, it's 18 euro registration fee and that all goes back to, to Jack and Jill to provide one hour of in-home nursing care and end-of-life support. So look, it's just so important that, um, that people get registered and, and get up any hill, as you said, even if, even if it's upstairs, get a picture with their banner, get registration um, sorted and, and it'll make a massive um, help to Jack and Jill. Yeah, it really is. Well, as I said, six families in Laid, 11 in Mead, so really, really needed. Now, you're hoping as well maybe GAA clubs around the North East can get involved because it's a great way to kind of bring the clubs together, isn't it? Something different outside of the, the matches and the training sessions. Absolutely. Look, it's a brilliant day. It'll be a brilliant day. We're, we're currently, I'm currently organising mine and getting friends, friends and family together and hopefully some of our gym members and stuff and we'll, um, we'll, we'll go up, pick a hill and it'll be a great day out. You know, that's the way and it'll bring people together and you said it's really it's really a community day, and um, I'm definitely GA clubs and 
um, other clubs um, around to definitely look into it as well. Absolutely. So uh, another thing to, as well to mention is funds raised from this stay in the local community. So, you know, we are helping people in our local area, as I say, six families in Louth, 11 in Meath, which is great. So how do people get involved in this, Sam? So, yeah, just it's pretty, really um, simple. Um, head to, to jackandjill.ie um, register. It'll ask you for a registration fee of, as I said, €18. Euro, and once you get registered, um, they'll send you out a banner and stuff. And um, from then, it's just about taking a date, a time, get some friends and family together, um, head up the hill, get your picture, and um, it'll, it'll be a great day out, as I said, and definitely one worthwhile doing. Yeah, it really is. It really is worthwhile doing and it's so good to give back to a charity like this. Well, Sam, I know you're very busy, so thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck at the weekend. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Sinead. Thanks a million. Sam Mulroy there. Up the hill for Jack and Jill. Okay, so as we say, six families in Louth, 11 in Mead being cared for by this wonderful organisation, each 18 euro registration fee is funding one hour of in-home nursing care and end-of-life support for children okay so this is really really important uh, that we get this uh, going for them so jackandjill.ie 18 euro per adult as Sam said there and they'll give you your banner and everything else and off you go just go for it you know what I mean climb a hill you're going to feel amazing when you get to the top of it as well and rope in some people as well to, to get on board and help you so jackandjill.ie there's Pink with Just Fall and LMFM's 11 to 1. Have music from David Gray on the way. And I want to tell you about a wall art competition that's coming back to me. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Drink here for you. Message coming in from John. He says that L, the late, late L, had to have had the longest life in history. It has to have made the Guinness Book of Records. Totally time it was changed. Not that it'll bother me. I don't watch it. There's only an odd good programme on RTE television, he says. Yeah, I look, I think it's time to go out with the old. And, you know, if the owl is gone, he's gone. Get over it, people. Now, something that is back is Lockie's Wall Art Competition. It's back and bigger this year. So it's hosted and supported by Henry Lochran's Pub in Navin. And there's 29 different artists involved. So they are local to the area. There's a range of ages from 18 onwards. And this year's competition not only sees the public as voters, but also a professional, professional judging panel has been provided with the help of Meath Arts Group. So there's teachers and uh, there's a different a tattoo artist involved, another artist as well. So the Introducing of a judging panel means that all artists will receive feedback from their pieces, which is great. And also there's a photographer and website introduced as well. So you have to vote for your favourite and give money directly to your chosen artist. So you can... um buy tokens as well in the pub or you can head over to lockiesart.org as well where you can find all the information and the voting is open until the 3rd of September there. There's David Gray with the Babylon. Just before job search, I want to let you know this is some great news for Kukulin Blood Bikes. They have received €5,000 donation from Keypack. So they have donated €5,000 to Kukulin Blood Bikes. It's a free voluntary service which collects and transports life-saving bl- blood, blood products, also infant milk and human tissue to hospitals in the northeast of Ireland. We've often featured them on the various shows here and they're doing absolutely amazing work. So it's been do- funded by the Keypack Community Fund and allowed the charity to continue the vital work that they're doing. This charity has 40 members at this stage and its fleet consists of four motorbikes, three vans and it's provided throughout Monaghan, Cavan, Leitrim, Meath and Louth uh, would have, have a combined population of over one million people. So fantastic to see that they are continuing their fantastic work and great to see an organisation like Keep Packet getting behind them. 
LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. A part-time minibus school bus driver required in Dundalk area. Flexible hours may suit a carer or a retired person. To apply, you can email leanmccutchen at gmail.com. Sacred Heart Secondary School, draw how to require a caretaker. Please apply with a letter of application and CV to the Secretary of the Board of Management at appointments l at sacredheart.ie and uh, that's up to the 22nd of August at 3pm so the date for that fast approaching. Don't forget all the details of our jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie The 11 to 1 show Oh, what a great first day back. Thank you so much to all of the guests and to you for all of your messages as well. Just to let you know, on tomorrow's show, we're going to be finding out more about a Couch to Cora initiative. It's uh, to encourage us to speak more Gaelga in our day-to-day lives. And also, filmmaker Baz Black is preparing for his first feature-length movie release. So that's coming to cinema soon. So he's going to be joining us. That's all coming up on tomorrow's show. But that is my lot for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and I'll chat to you tomorrow listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie